episode. And on today's show, we are going to talk about NFL power rankings. Everybody loves power rankings. If there's one thing I've noticed the last couple of years, power rankings are a really big deal across all sports. Everybody likes to make their own and criticize other people. So uh, hopefully if you're a fan of one of these teams we're going to talk about, you can at least understand why we've ranked your team where we have. But uh, it's going to be a, a fun show. <laughs> We haven't done power rankings in at least over a year. I don't even know if we fully committed to doing a power rankings episode ever before. So it's been a while. And uh, yeah, let me introduce you to the rest of the crew. What's going on, guys? It's Connor, the co-host with the most. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for this. I know we what we were doing like a few years ago is we were kind of doing like a um, a joint thing where we were kind of contributing to Brody sports talks, power rankings. Um, but yeah, I don't think we've ever actually done a power rankings episode ourselves. So, um, hopefully you guys comment down below, whether you're going to, uh, if you're for watching on YouTube, if you agree or disagree, where we're ranking your team. Cause, uh, these definitely aren't going to be like your traditional power rankings per se. Cause I know the way NBC and ESPN and all do, they pretty much just solely do them based on record. Um, so like if you're one in three, like you're going to be down or anything, but we're, you know, we're factoring in how good we think the teams are to these two. So it's a bit more interesting. Yeah. And especially it's only week four. I, I forgot to mention too, we're going to be trying to do these on a quarterly basis throughout the year. So every few weeks, um, we'll be doing these. We're not going to do them one week. I don't think there's really going to be a, a lot that changes after one game. So we're going to make it a little bit more interesting, do it after a few weeks, see what see what they turn up to be. But quarter way through the season now, we are recording before Monday Night Football, so we don't know what's going on in San Francisco against the Rams. So we can't really talk about those teams. We did rank them, but, um, you know, obviously the rankings would all change if we know what happens in that game. Um, and we've, we've sorted uh, these power rankings into three tiers so we have the uh, bottom tier the middle tier and the top tier just you know 10 teams each 12 in the bottom tier because of 32 teams um and connor and i are each going to talk about one team in those rankings and then we'll take a look at the whole tier and you know talk about some possible risers fallers of those teams and uh this is our you know joint effort of power rankings so it's not my sole power rankings we've averaged connor and i's power rankings together to get yeah because those are wrong so you had to include mine too <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i i gotta say though like um i think they're pretty good like i oh yeah I no think i think they're anything. pretty good too <laughs> yeah um obviously 50 percent of it's con- you know <laughs> exactly what i say but uh no in all reality i mean our, our rankings weren't too different and uh i think i think the average of them looks pretty good i think eric would agree as well i know he's not here but um he was our tiebreaker um for some of these so uh, eric breaking the ties but we will start out uh from the bottom work our way to the top and at 32 is the winless only team that hasn't won a game Houston Texans, they're at 32. At 30, at least, at least they have a tie, so they're not going to go 0 and 17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely 32 consensus for the Texans there. 31's Carolina Panthers, uh, so they're just one spot below Houston. 
And then at 30 is the Indianapolis Colts. And uh, I kind of want to talk about this team for a minute here because uh, I know you and Eric both had them winning the AFC South after four weeks. It, it doesn't look like they're going to do that. Not, you know, it's not impossible, but Colts off to a really bad start. I've watched some of their games. It was really a fluky sort of win they had against Kansas City. Um, they very easily could be in the same boat as Houston. And in that Houston game, honestly, that, that's another one they should have lost. Uh, if Houston doesn't completely choke in that game, uh, Houston would have a win. Indy wouldn't. Um, obviously getting shut out by the Jaguars. And then this past week, losing at home to the Titans. Just not a good uh, situation for the Colts, especially because they had expectations. Those Those other two teams we talked about, some others that are ahead of them in the power rankings, they also didn't have expectations. The Colts definitely did. A lot of people picked them to win the division. A lot of people said, oh, this team's got all these pro bowlers, offensive line, defense, all this stuff. But you're seeing injuries affecting the team with star players. And Matt Ryan clearly looks like a shell of his former MVP self. Um, The Colts, are they just don't have a good offensive identity. Their defense isn't as good as they were last year. Um, I think the Colts are going to be in this bottom tier for a while, in my opinion. But at 29 is going to be the Chicago Bears. At 28, we've got the Washington football team. 27. I mean, the Washington Commanders. Oh, I, I, <laughs> Waiting yeah, for that. It happened, yeah. finally. <laughs> it's, yeah, San Diego Chargers, too, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I say that all the time. But uh, 27 is the uh the Connor's favorite team Pittsburgh Steelers at 27 26 yeah, you, can tell, you can tell there was no bias put into these rankings <laughs> yeah yeah um 26 was New England Patriots um the only win they had was against the Steelers 20 or did I say 25 that was 26 sorry yeah yeah and then 25 New Orleans Saints and at 24 is the Atlanta Falcons so uh, Connor, you picked this as your team to talk about in this group. Uh, what do you have to say about the Falcons? Yeah, they've definitely been one of the more surprising teams for sure this year as well. Um, you know, at least and from a good perspective of things, you know, the Colts have definitely been surprisingly bad. The Falcons have definitely been surprisingly good. Um, I know in our individual rankings, I ranked them quite a bit higher than you did. Um, and, you know, it's crazy to think right now that they're tied for first in the division with Tampa Bay. I know it's only week four, but, you know, they really could easily be three and one as well. Um, you know, they're two and two, but you know, they really had, they unfortunately did a classic Falcons choke job against the saints in week one. Um, so they really could easily be three and one when it comes to their record, you know, they beat Seattle, they held off Cleveland. So, um, and really just, they've been able to put together. I think the most surprising part for them has really been the defense. Like Mariota's played. Okay. He really hasn't played that great. Um, you know, he doesn't have the greatest touchdown interception ratio. Um, like, you know, Cordero Patterson's playing really well right now. Um, been a bit of a slow start for Kyle Pitts, but Drake London's playing well as a rookie, but really just the defense is what's kept him in these games, which has been very surprising given that the Falcons have had one of the worst defenses over the, um, the past few seasons in the NFL. And, you know, with all the offensive struggles that they've been having, you know, They were able to keep, you know, Nick Chubb still got 100 yards, but they were able to, you know, still keep the Cleveland offense in check. Um, You know, they were able to keep 
Matthew Stafford in check for the most part in that Rams game. And, you know, they did lose that game, but they were able to, you know, hold him to under 300 yards, got a couple interceptions. Um, so, yeah, just a major surprise here for the Falcons. I It's possible that they could rise up. I don't know if this is a team that's going to be able to keep it up. You know, I think the offense is really going to have to find its identity if they want to keep it up because the defense is not really that great, but certainly a surprise for sure. Yep, and then at 23, we have the Detroit Lions. At 22, the New York Jets. And at number 21, the Seattle Seahawks. So that rounds out the bottom tier of teams. Um, We can each pick uh, one team that we think could, you know, escape this row, and then one team that we think is pretty confidently will stay here. For me, I'm going to say the team that I don't envisioning going on a big climb up the rankings is the New England Patriots. Um, I know they went to overtime at Green Bay, but third string quarterback, rookie Bailey Zappi. Uh, there's not a lot of good offensive pieces anyways on this team. I haven't been impressed with their offense all year. Play calling has been questionable. The defense is good, but I think it's not to the level of New England defenses in the past. They're middle of the pack in my eyes. Um, I'm not the biggest Mac Jones fan, but I think he's okay. He can he clearly can get this team to win some games. Um, but you know, playing in this AFC East with you know they're the they're at the bottom right now in the AFC East um, standings and power rankings. So that's after four weeks, that's quite surprising for the Patriots. Uh, typically, not the case for them. But yeah, I think the Patriots are going to stay put. Um, the team I think could go on a bit of a run here would be, honestly, I'll say the Jets. Um, I think they got out of, the, their schedule is still going to be a little difficult here, but this first four weeks to go two and two, pretty impressive. Um, I think they can go go up even more. The schedule will get easier at the end of the year for them, but um but with Zach Wilson back now, I mean, obviously, Joe Flacco was, wasn't was a good quarterback for him. I think Zach Wilson will get better uh, as he gets some more play experience. Um, you know, it was a shock that they won against Cleveland. That's why, you know, like Connor said, we're not just going to put them in the middle of these teams because we realized that win against Cleveland was very, very fluky for him. But they did beat the Steelers this week. Um, so... I think the Jets could go on a bit of a run here. What about you, Connor? So for the team that I think is relegated to stay here in my mind, it's probably going to be, <clears throat> I'm going to go with the uh, Washington Commanders just because, I mean, I've never been a fan of Carson Wentz. You know, that was, they really honestly, this is a team, you know, I talked about that the Falcons should, could be, you know, probably should be three and one right now. This is a team that should be 0 and four at the moment. Um, they should have lost that week one game to the Jaguars. Um it's kind of a bit of a fluke that they did win the game. And then, you know, really just three very unimpressive showings. You know, they kind of got in a shootout with the Lions in week two. But, you know, everyone's getting in shootouts with the Lions these days. So um, no surprise there. But then very thoroughly handled by the Eagles and the Cowboys in back-to-back weeks. So, um, you know, Carson Wentz isn't playing terrible. But, you know, I, he's just not going to lead this team anywhere. Maybe Brian Robinson coming back can kickstart this rushing offense because the rushing offense – Antonio Gibson's been really disappointing uh, in that aspect. And really probably the biggest disappointment for this team is just the defense. You know, this is a team that 
they it's kind of you know they talk about this is a vaunted front and uh you know <clears throat> one of the best you know potential defenses in the league and you know this is a, a defense that while they've had a fair amount of sacks to go their way you know they've been giving up a lot of yards in the passing game they you know have been giving up yards in the rushing game not as much in the rushing game but really just a horrible pass defense and the offense can't keep up so we'll see how it goes but i think they're relegated to stay here for sure especially with how the eagles and Cow- like the cowboys will be a lot better once prescott comes back and you know the giants are three and one like they look like the the bottom tier of the nfc east right now um and then a team that i think can go on the rise is you know i'll <laughs> i'll give them a little bit of love here i'll i think the steelers could potentially go on a rise here later in the season i do think they're going to lose this upcoming week against buffalo but um you know, after that, you know, Kenny Pickett looked really comfortable on the offense last week. They are eventually going to get TJ Watt back from injury. And I don't know. I just think the offense is going to be a lot better with um, Kenny Pickett under center. You know, that was the big problem as to why they haven't been able to win these games is the offensive side of the ball. The defense, even without TJ Watt, still has played really well. So um, I think the Steelers could potentially climb out of this as long you know, I think Kenny Pickett's the guy to do it. Gotcha. Yep. So that will conclude the bottom tier of our power rankings. We'll go up now. The team that barely uh, missed out on that bottom row, the lowest of our second tier, Arizona Falcons or Arizona Cardinals. (laughs) (laughs) That's a blooper right there. Uh, Arizona, because I I remember you talking about the Falcons a lot. That's why I guess I said Falcons. But um. Cardinals in at 20, uh, division rival San Francisco 49ers at, at 19, uh, the Denver Broncos at 18, the Las Vegas Raiders at 17, so a bunch of West division teams right there. And then at 16, you've got the Cleveland Browns in the middle, the exact middle of our power rankings. So, Connor, talk about uh, the Cleveland Browns here at 16. Yeah, they definitely you know, been another team that's done a lot better than I thought they were going to. Um, and it's mainly just been, you know, I know <clears throat> um, we talked about this a little bit at the, in the season preview. And I know Zach, you talked about it in their preview, but you know, Jacoby Brissett, I was worried about him a lot when he came to this team and, you know, he's actually played really well. Um, he definitely hasn't, you know, been the reason why they've won games, but he hasn't been the reason why they've lost games, which I think is really key for him. Um, but it's just this rushing attack. I mean, Nick Chubb, He's looking like the best running back in the league right now. I mean, he's all four games so far this year. He's been over 100 yards. You know, Kareem Hunt's still a really good compliment to him. And, you know, this defense for sure has also been great. You know, Miles Garrett is still just as good as ever. Um, I think he's got like three or four sacks already on the year. Um, The secondary has been playing really well. It's just I expected them to honestly, I wouldn't have been surprised if we had gotten to this point and they were 0-4 given the whole quarterback situation. But Brissett, like I said, he's done what he's needed to do. He's been the game manager that they needed. You know, he's not made any major mistakes. Obviously, that win against the Jets, I mean, that loss against the Jets, I wouldn't put that loss on him at all. I think that was obviously, I mean, it was mostly on the uh, onside kick recovery team but um, and the defense as well. So, um Definitely not <clears throat> faulting him for that loss at all. So it's crazy to think that had the Browns been able to recover an onside kick, they'd be three and one right now without Deshaun Watson. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <clears throat> at 15, we've got the Tennessee Titans. At 14, the New York Giants. And 
Eric's favorite team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, his real favorite team is coming up right now. Uh, yeah, you might be you might be wondering. You haven't called Jacksonville's name yet. Uh, obviously, a couple of Jags fans on the podcast, but the Jags I have here at thirteen. I'll talk about them here for a second. I think uh, after the first four weeks, I think you can definitely say, you know, look, every year there's that team that is historically traditionally bad. And after, you know, four weeks, you can clearly see this is a different team. It's not, you have to try and take that picture of that old last year's team out of your mind and just focus on this year, uh, the team that they have, which I think they've done a really good job. I mean, their their defense um, this last week really uh, did not look good in the second half, uh, giving up a lot of rushing yards to Philly. But we haven't called Philly's name yet either. They're also a really good team. So the fact that you know at one point they had a fourteen nothing lead, very easily could have been twenty one nothing, just a slight overthrow on a deep shot. Would have, been, would have made it 21 nothing in that game against the Eagles on the road. It was pretty impressive. Um, obviously, you know, there's things to clean up. They're not perfect. There's definitely some issues that they have. But another thing going in their favor is the fact that they are one of the healthiest teams in the NFL. Uh, they've started to have a few, you know, guys injured. But just, like, even last week, I think they only had one player on their team even show up on the injury list. So this is a team that's, you know, a lot of these other teams have had injuries to deal with, backup offensive linemen, backup quarterbacks. The Jags have really been lucky so far. They haven't lost anybody major to injury. They're generally, they're the healthiest team in the NFL right now. I think um, I think they're primed uh, to to definitely compete for this division. That was one of the buy or sell questions after week two and i'm i'm you know happy with my answer that i had on that one uh that i think that <laughs> they're going to be competing for the division and the playoffs but uh at 12 we've got the dallas cowboys and at 11 the minnesota vikings so that rounds out uh, number 20 through 11 um in my eyes a team i have going up you know a, a trending up team from this tier would be the tennessee titans um, 2-0 and their last two games. They started out winless. They've won their last two. Starting to look better. Derrick Henry's running the ball better. Uh, I think the Titans just, you know, it's inexcusable that week one loss to the Giants, obviously. But um, I think, and then really no shame in how they lost to the Bills, even though that was uh, a bad game for them. The Titans, I think they're going to start to figure things out. They're going to start to win some more games. I think next time we do this, they're definitely going to be higher up in the rankings. And a team I've got going down is going to be the Denver Broncos. Um, you know, they're at 18 in our current power rankings. But honestly, that's, in my opinion, that's really just the the reason they're that high is just the faith in Russell Wilson that he'll turn this around and get their offense moving. Because, it, you know, if you just flip out Russell Wilson, but you put Geno Smith's name on their jersey, I think the Denver Broncos would be rated lower. So uh, we'll see what Russ does, uh, but I, I just, I've not been a fan of the Broncos this year. Um, Connor, what about you? What's the team you see going up and a team you see going down? Yeah, this is definitely tough because there's definitely 
uh, a lot of teams in this tier that I could see going down. Um, so it's kind of hard to pick just one, but I guess I'll go with the team at the top of this tier, and that's the Minnesota Vikings. Um, they really just have not impressed me at all so far through these first few weeks. Like, I don't know how they've managed to get to three and one. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook really hasn't looked like the same running back. You know, he's been okay, but not spectacular. Kirk Cousins, you know, he's <clears throat> still Kirk Cousins. The receivers in Minnesota are starting to get frustrated. I know Justin Jefferson was getting frustrated um, by some by kind of the lack of targets that he was seeing, and also KJ Osborne's getting really frustrated as well. So um, I don't see any way that they're going to be able to keep this up. I think you know, I think the Packers are still, of, of course, the best team in this division, which is you know evidenced by they haven't shown up on our rankings yet. Um, I think the Lions, you know, I think. Once they were really hurt last week, I think that's what kind of contributed to why they lost the Seahawks. I think the Lions could definitely um, get a win over them. So <clears throat> I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to trend down for trending up. Um, I guess I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, you know, this is another, like, how I talked about the start of the episode, that we're not going solely off of record, given that, we have a one and three team here up at number 17 in the middle of the rankings. Um, and, you know, this is definitely a case of a team that, you know, when they were kind of like how uh, Nebraska was in football last year in college, how they were three and nine, but they were like a really good three and nine team. This is a really good one and three team. Um, you know, they finally got the ground game going last week with Josh Jacobs. He was up over 120 yards. Um, you know, Devontae Adams and Derek Carr, of course, have that chemistry. You know, they, they won that game, even though they were also missing Hunter Renfro. So I think the Raiders are definitely going to start to turn things around. And I think the AFC West as a whole, I know you mentioned the Broncos going down, but I think the AFC West as a whole is just going to like, they've really been underwhelming us in terms of what they've done the first few weeks, and especially the Raiders and the Broncos. But I think definitely that was a bit of a result of like, these are new teams that are trying to figure things out. Whereas we should have expected that the teams that, you know, have been together for a while in the old guard, like the chiefs and the chargers were going to be the better teams to start with. But I definitely see the Raiders and the Broncos for sure getting things figured out and going up out of this tier. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead now talk about the top 10 teams. Obviously this is the, the tier that you want your team to be in. If you're a fan of, and listening to this right now. So we'll start at number 10, and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They come in 10th. Um, a few Super Bowl teams coming up next. The Bengals uh, are at 9th in our power rankings. The L.A. Rams are going to be at 8th. The Baltimore Ravens at 7th. The Green Bay Packers at 6th. The L.A. Chargers at 5th. Miami Dolphins in fourth, Kansas City Chiefs in third, and then um, at second is the Buffalo Bills. And then obviously that means the Eagles are going to be the number one team in the power ranking. So, uh, Connor, talk about the uh, the number two team here, Buffalo. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills, I know for <clears throat> me and my personal rankings, they're the number one team for me right now. Just they by far look like the most complete team in football at the moment. And the fact that they have been able to do all this, you know, they're three and one, they were able to uh, have a great comeback this past game against the Baltimore Ravens. They kind of only barely lost to the Miami dolphins in Miami. And 
the fact of the matter is they're they're doing all this and they're looking like Super Bowl favorites despite having a lot of injuries on the team. They've been missing Jordan Phillips and Ed Oliver on that defensive line for a couple of weeks. We still haven't seen Tredavious White yet play this season. They did lose Micah Hyde to a season-ending injury, so there's a lot of uh, the injury bug that's going on. I know Dawson Knox has been shaken up too as well, and Gabriel Davis. So um, a lot of injuries happening with this team, and yet they're still up here at three and one, looking like the best team in the NFL. You know, Josh Allen, in my mind, no question, is the front runner for the MVP at the moment. You know, he managed to outduel another MVP candidate, Lamar Jackson, this past game, and looked really good doing it. Um, you know, the early game, the earlier portion of the game, like the Bills. Uh, problems there were definitely not his fault. There was just a lot of drops coming from his receivers, um, but they managed to get that cleaned up. And I think that win, that's the reason why I put them over the Eagles too, is I think the Bills have the biggest quality win out of between the two teams for sure with that win over the Ravens last week on the road and also playing in conditions that would really favor the Baltimore Ravens. It was pretty bad rain happening. There was wind happening you know, normally in that scenario, it favors the team with the good running game. And the Baltimore Ravens, over the past, you know, three or four seasons, them and the Browns have had the two best rushing attacks in the league. And the fact that the Bills were able to get it done on the road against them is super impressive to me. Um, so, I, and I think that win against Miami, you know, I think that was also a good kind of kick in the pants for them because no team's going to go 17-0, and 0, you know, you're going to lose at some point. So I think that was a good wake-up call for them after blowing out L.A. and blowing out Tennessee. I think, no question in my mind, they're the best team right now. Yeah, and I'll talk about the Eagles here at one. I had, you know, this was, I, I had the Eagles at one. Eric broke the tie um, between Philly and Buffalo, and he said the Eagles were at one as well. Um, no complaints about the Bills, like what Connor talked about. They're super good, uh, impressive how they're playing with all these injuries right now. The only thing that brought them to two instead of one is just because it, it, the team has looked you know, worse than they did those first two games, those blowout wins. They clearly would have been ranked number one in my eyes, but after those last two weeks, some close games for them, you know, some questionable coaching decisions for Baltimore in that game as well. Um, that <laughs> analytics, man, analytics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so no complaints about them, but mainly just for Philly's sake, I think this is a, this is a real deal, real deal team for Philly. Uh, hard to find weaknesses with the team. I mean, their offensive lines playing good. Uh, the defense is playing good. They have, you know, their skill players are better than last year. That's always been the thing with the Eagles is usually their O-line, their D-lines are solid, but they're one of these teams that just struggles to get receivers. That's not really their priority. Bringing in A.J. Brown has looked really good. Dallas Goddard's, I think, a really good tight end, possibly, you know, just behind, you know, Kelsey and Mark Andrews up at the elite tier of tight ends. Uh, and Sirianni is doing a good job coaching this team. Um, and, and I already talked about their defense. So I, I really think Philly, you know, they, they've looked, you know, they haven't had any difficult games for them. I know that Lions win, that, that score looks a little close, but really that was just the Lions at the end of the game coming back and Philly, I think, letting their foot off the gas. So, you know, and then against Jacksonville as well, they after they went down 
that was impressive to me to score. What was that? Like 20, you know, 29, like 20, 29 unanswered. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and Jacksonville is a good team now um, in my eyes. So uh, Philly, I think they're, they're doing really good things. Um, clearly the, the top of the NFC because our next NFC team is all the way down at six with the green Bay Packers. So um, that rounds out the top 10. We'll, we'll give a trend up trend down team here. Uh, for me, the trend down is going to be the Ravens. I think I might have stolen that one from Connor. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I was considering them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I, I just think the defense is, is going to hold them back this year. Uh, Lamar is very surprising. It is. We're talking about the Ravens here. <laughs> yeah, they they don't have a pass rush. I'm not in love with their secondary. They've blown huge leads now. Uh, a few times this year to the Dolphins and to the Bills. I don't know. It's just something, you know, I like the team, obviously, still. I think they're, they they can easily make the playoffs, but I don't know. It's just their defense really, really scares me, and I don't think you can be a top-10 team with, with a, one of the worst defenses in the league. So that's why I think the Ravens trend down. Um, a trend-up team, I'll pick Tampa as a trend-up from 10th. Uh, the offense is looking better after Kansas City now, um, and their schedule should ease up for them. This is a, a tough first four weeks that they had to face. Um, I think getting some divisional games in, you know, against the Falcons here next week, a team that they should beat handily, in my opinion, I think the Bucks will look a lot better after that um, as well. Not to mention, you know, not to make an excuse for them or anything, but you know, a lot of things going on for him locally this week, you know, having to move practices and all this sort of stuff. So not saying that's why they lost to the Chiefs. That clearly the Chiefs were very motivated, determined to win that game. But, you know, I think the Bucks can move up from 10. Connor, what about you? A uh, trend up and a trend down here. Yeah, so trending down for me um, is probably going to be the Miami Dolphins. Um, just because, you know, Obviously, the whole thing going on with Tua Tagovailoa, you know, um, the Dolphins definitely still have a really good team for sure, and you know, I could definitely see Teddy Bridgewater having some success with them. But I feel like Teddy Bridgewater, you know, I think about that and I think about, oh, well, they still have a good team. This is kind of the way it was for him in Denver last year. You know, we we thought, oh, okay, like Bridgewater just kind of has to be a game manager. You know, the Broncos have a good team, blah, 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 blah. But then we all saw how that turned out, and the Broncos were nowhere near the playoffs. So um, I definitely think with Tua being out, you know, they keep being all kind of wishy-washy with his injury and, you know, saying like, oh, like maybe he can come back. And maybe like he's, in my mind, he's going to miss at least a couple, a few weeks. You know, he was getting two concussions back-to-back is never good. Um, so I think the Miami Dolphins are definitely going to trend down. They could work their way back up again later in the season, but at least, you know, by the time we do this again, um, I think they're going to trend down. And also the AFC East, you know, I know the Patriots are having their problems, but the Jets are looking better and they play the Jets on the road next week. That could definitely be a potential uh, upset pick there for the lock board because um, I know the Dolphins will still be favored. Trending up for me is, is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, they looked pretty bad the first couple of weeks. I was actually starting to panic on them a little bit, um, which, you know, I wouldn't mind if they stayed, if they started going down from a Steelers fan perspective, but I definitely think they're going to start trending up. 
Um, you know, the offense has looked a lot better the past couple of weeks here. Joe Burrow starting to shake off the rust. The offensive line is starting to gel, um, you know, and they just have borderline uncoverable receiving core. You know, it's like you have Jamar Chase covered, but now T Higgins is going to burn you. Well, you got both of them covered. Now Tyler Boyd's going to burn you. Like their offense is just too good and too unstoppable. Um, their secondary has looked better the past couple of weeks. So I think the Bengals are going to start trending up. All right, guys, there you have it. The Clutch Crew Sports Week 4 NFL Season Power Rankings, the best power rankings you will see this week. <laughs> I I can be sure of that. Um, but, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Like Connor said at the start of this, you know, listening or watching on YouTube, drop a comment, uh, what you think uh, you agree with or disagree with us on these power rankings. And uh, it'll be interesting to see in another four weeks' time how much these have changed. So until then, guys, remember, be clutch. And for Eric, peace.